Welcome to the Fit Movement Podcast, a podcast all about pursuing his intended target. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Nelson, and this episode we will be doing our October Fit Check. Before we jump into any of the things that I took away from the last month or what's helped me to grow, uh, let's go over some updates. First off, no big Fit Movement updates for me. For those of you that listened to the last episode, I talked about Squattober and the Squattober Challenge. Some of you guys reached out on Instagram wanting the program, and hopefully you got to do some of it. If not all of it, maybe just a couple days or anything like that. Whatever you may have done, uh, good on you. Congrats. We made it through another Squattober. I went through the route of doing 2,500 squats. Some of them were with a weight vest. Some of them were just body weight. But really the goal was just to get back. Uh, to doing squats every day, finishing another squat tober. So it was a good time. But yeah, man, no uh, immediate fit movement updates. I've got some plans that I've been working on for the future. Uh, excited for what 2023 is to come. So hold tight and those will be here before you know it. So moving on, things that I learned from the month of October. There really was one resource, I guess technically two, um, but I want to talk about one in this segment, and that is uh, some of my buddies, as you know, I've shouted them out before on this podcast, but some of my friends in Michigan have a ministry called Every Heart Movement, where it is both a worship movement and an evangelism movement that they do. The worship movement goes on more through the school year at college campuses around uh, Michigan, and then they go out and lead teams into evangelism over the course of the summer. Well, right now, they're in the thick of the college season, uh, meeting and doing Met by Loves on Monday nights, but they also have a young adult service that they host now on Sunday nights that they started this year, and they just started releasing some of the episodes from those sermons. Uh, I think there's five of them out there right now. You can get them wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I'm biased because these are some of my closest friends and so I'm always going to be uh, a pro in like listening to their stuff and taking it in but I will say that uh, some of these messages that they're going out are really good and I think they're really timely and something that I think everybody should listen to as just like a follower of Christ and wanting to continue to grow and be challenged and convicted um, about how you're following and just wanting to go deeper in I think these guys are um just obviously super passionate about what they do and super passionate about seeing other people come to know Jesus and grow in him. And so I've gotten a lot from listening to their content. I'll make sure to tag the link to the description below the show notes. That way, if you want to listen to it, you can. My favorite one has been this most recent episode, uh, Burning Heart for God by Bryce Bauman. So make sure to go check that out and be as convicted as I was and challenged in it. All right, so how I'm growing or how I've grown from the month of October. So when we did the September check, I told you that there was really three habits that I was working on. 
I decided to scale back a little bit in what those habits were. I was going about after about five of them. Now I was only worried about three of them, and those three were reading, training, and prayer. So with the training, obviously the Squattober helped a lot. It kept me motivated, like kept me mentally in check of having to think about, am I getting my workout in? Am I getting my squats in at minimum? Whatever else I'm doing on top of that, you know, is a plus, but I had to make sure I was getting my squats in, kept on top of that, and even fell behind a little bit on some days where I traveled, but had to make up for those. So that really helped me get back into the routine of like thinking about training every single day. There was some months before that where that wasn't the case, but getting back into it was Squattober. So that helped, and now it's going to lead me into November saying strong. I don't have a challenge, so to say, but just trying to get to the gym, trying to show up to the gym and get those workouts in. Squattober definitely helped. Uh, with prayer, and also the other one was reading. Uh, those two I've tried to do in the mornings, and what really helped me, I think the practice that helped me is getting both of those in as early as possible in the day. Not saying that I don't pray at other points of the day. The only time I pray is in the morning. But before it's like the day really gets going, before I have other responsibilities or tasks that come up or even random things. Uh, I try to get reading, prayer, quiet time, all that kind of stuff done. And so thinking about it in that way of like trying to get those things done because they're high priority to me in making these habits and making it consistent, uh, it seems to have really helped me if I can get those done earliest in the morning. So overall, I would say it was successful scaling back uh, I would encourage any of you guys, if any habits you want to like conquer, um, I would encourage you maybe if there's like two out of the five, you want to hit two out of four and really hone in on those. I think I'm going to stick with these three again uh, going through basically the rest of the year. And that way, by the time the new year rolls around, those three are locked in. And so then if I want to focus a little more attention on something else, these should just be habitual by then. So Lastly, what I wanted to finish up with, something I talked about in the last one that I wanted you guys to keep me accountable of, so I wanted to come back to it, is our Sabbath practice. I talked about some of the ways I've been trying to practice Sabbath, and I have a friend who's, uh, we're keeping each other accountable with making sure we do practice a Sabbath. So, I've been listening to some material on it. Um, John Mark Comer, who we've talked about on this podcast before, one of my favorite authors, and people to listen to uh, his nonprofit practicing the way just came out with a five episode series on Sabbath, and so I've listened through all those, and those really helped me again just gain some more perspective on Sabbath, uh, and help me to apply that perspective into how I practice Sabbath. Not everything they do is going to be exactly transferable to my life, just because. Most of them who are on there and talking have kids, different careers, wives, things that I don't have. And so my Sabbath looks a lot different because I have some more time on my hands, some more freedom uh, than most people do. And so those practices just are different. And so I take what I can from it, but I do think all the five episodes are worth listening to and would help you gain a better perspective of Sabbath and may help you in your journey to adopting some Sabbath practices. So uh, I'll make sure to add those to the show notes as well. That way you can uh, learn more about Sabbath there. So, 
but overall it's going good i think sabbath's one of those things as maybe a type a and i'm learning about myself more and how sometimes i will always need like a right answer and a wrong black and white and with sabbath and you know faith in general it isn't like there's still a lot of mystery to like uncovering and i think it just takes time and practice in our own spiritual journeys to like come to a conclusion of how we want to run our spiritual practice if that makes sense so like with sabbath there's some pillars that i've talked about in the last episode where you know i wanted to have a communal dinner a couple times a month i wanted to get outside and be just enjoying what god's creation has for me but then there's still the rest of those 24 hours you know if those things only take up three to four hours they're still the rest of that day you know and so my type a person wants to have you know every minute of that day planned with activities or something to do and that's just not (laughs) i don't think that's how a sabbath probably should be i think there should be some uh gaps in time and it should be more restful and it should be those things. And so I don't have the answer for everything that I want to do with Sabbath quite yet, but I feel it's important to continue to show up with the mindset of I'm taking these 24 hours to have a Sabbath. And as I continue to do that, I think it will show itself. Oh, this thing that I'm doing, I think is restful, but it's not. Oh, this thing that I think I'm doing is, uh, enjoyable, but it's really not. It's really not good to my soul. So I need to find a different activity or a different way uh, to do that. And so, and I would encourage you guys to think of those two in Sabbath practice, yes, but just in life in general, uh, just to take time to really consider how things affect you um, and how they affect like you're at a soul level. And that's what I'm still figuring out in this Sabbath practice. And I think it's helped me see my week that way too, is like when I have a positive Sabbath experience or practice, can I tell a difference in my week? And it, I, I feel like I do to a degree. It's still growing and I'm still learning more about it, um, but it'll come. And just continuing to show up, continuing to see, continuing to, Uh, lean into God and you know really understand what a Sabbath looks like and I think the results will speak for themselves they'll just be a byproduct if I you know the the answer is I'm getting to spend more time with Jesus and be in his presence and making it intentional the byproduct is I should be more recharged for my week my soul will be in a healthier place because of those things and so uh, I would encourage you whatever habit you may have you may not think you're doing it perfectly And that's going to be okay. Just continue to show up. Continue to do what you know is right for that habit. And even though you may not be getting all the results over time, you will continue to uh, claw your way there, get 1% better each time, and then you will get, uh, it will pay itself off over time. So just as we wrap this up, uh, just want to encourage you guys all as we're all pursuing his intended target just to finish this year strong uh, don't feel like you're wrapping it up just because it's november so it might as well be the end of the year 
I know these times of the years get busy. There's a lot going on. Great time for holidays and time to be with family and kind of look back and enjoy the year that we had. But I would encourage you also try to knock out the rest of those goals or rhythms that you're trying to create for yourself. Spend some time in reflection and then let's get ready for 2023 as well. So I'll have some uh, content for you guys about getting ready for 2023 as well as reviewing 2022. And we will get excited to pursuing his intended target moving into 2023. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you for the next episode. listening to this episode of the fit movement podcast if you found value in this episode or any of our other previous episodes we would ask that you please share with others also if you could rate review and subscribe that would help others find us as we hope to spread this message with as many people as possible if you want to reach me or emmanuel um, personally please reach out to us at fitpodcast at gmail.com That's P-H-I-T podcast at gmail.com.